everybody and welcome back to the Beef Up From Podcast. This is your host Ryan Coyle joined alongside Kevin Cannon for our weekly show NFL Big Five Games of the Week. The week 14 edition, the regular season wrapping up very quickly. Been a, been a very good season though. So far a lot of exciting stuff and we got another really good slate of games this weekend. Uh, had to leave out the Chargers and or the Chiefs and the Raiders which is a, a big game. Tried to limit to only five so very big week ahead, though. Last week, I had my best week of the season. I went 4-1. and one. Kevin, you went 1-4. and four. Um, Our props went only 1-2, and, and our spread picks actually went 0-3. Oh so, uh, season records now, I moved to 32-31. and 31. Back above 500, you're at 33-30. and 30. Uh, Our spread picks are 12-12-1, and one, and our props are 11-12. and 12. So, hopefully those guys can get back on track this week. Uh, welcome back to the show, Kevin. How are you? Good. Hopefully, have a better week this week than last week. All right. We will start it off with an NFC East battle with the 8-4 Cowboys against, outside of the Patriots, I think you can argue the hottest team in the NFL right now in the Washington football team who are 6-6 six and six after a 2-6 and six start. I saw 1 o'clock kickoff on Fox, and Dallas comes in as a four-point favorite. I got the Cowboys winning by a field goal, 27, football team 24. The football team have been playing really well as of late and are rolling, while the Cowboys have been stumbling and struggling to find their identity. The Cowboys will continue to get healthy, and they are far more talented than the football team. So I think Micah Parsons and the return of Demarcus Lawrence will put pressure on Taylor Heineke and potentially force him into some dangerous throws. Zeke seems to be banged up still with his knee, so I think it's going to be more a Pollard who has shown the ability to take the load of the Cowboys running game. And I expect Dak to put this game on his shoulders because the Washington is uh, pretty good against the run, so I think Dak's going to be throwing the ball a lot, but I think they're going to have some, some success there. I like the Cowboys in this one as well. I got them 27 to 20 over Washington. As I touched on earlier, after two and six start, Washington has really caught fire and as of right now are in the playoffs. So uh, their wins haven't really been pretty. They have actually won back-to-back games 17 to 15. Interesting score and and especially to win those back-to-back. But they're just getting the job done kind of just like last year. Towards the end of the season, they they caught fire and eventually made the playoffs win in the NFC East. A big game here, though, for both teams with a win by Washington. They'll only be one game out of the NFC East, NFC East which is hard to believe after how um, they started and how the Cowboys started as looking at one of the best teams in the NFL. And, and they made up in a few weeks, too. So that could, if Washington keeps winning, um, Washington could win this t- NFC East title. It's not out of the realm of possibilities yet. Um, but Dak is 7-1 in his career against Washington. He's had their number. Uh, and I expect that winning success to continue here. Cowboys coming off some extra rest. Should have all their weapons healthy and ready to go. Like you said, Zeke's knee is a little bit banged up, but I think if he has to take a back seat, Tony Pollard is more than capable in the run game. Uh, those receivers are back, finally. All of them, Gallup, Cooper, and CeeDee Lamb. So I think they take advantage of a poor Washington secondary and get a big win here, 27-20. to 20. Second game of the week, these two teams met up a few weeks ago as well. This is an AFC North game. We have the 8-4 and four Ravens coming off a loss to the Steelers at the Browns, who are 6-6, six and six, coming off a bye. 1 o'clock kickoff on CBS. Browns are 2.5-point favorite. Ravens won this matchup a few weeks ago. I got the Ravens 20, Browns 17. The Ravens and Browns are both playing pretty poor. Lamar has really struggled throwing the ball recently, but he still has his legs, as we all know. 
The Ravens got more bad injury news this week, but I think that their defense will be able to put pressure on Baker still. Their run defense will also cause Baker to need to make some throws that I don't think he always can, especially that he's banged up, even though he's coming off a bye. He seemed to have injuries lingering all season. The Ravens have struggled, but they have still found ways to win, whereas I believe the Browns have found ways to lose, and I just trust Baltimore in this one. I'm going to go with the Browns here to avenge that loss from a few few weeks ago. 21-17, low-scoring game like you. I got the Browns coming out on top. Um, Ravens squeaked out that win a few weeks ago when these two teams met up with Lamar playing one of the worst games of his career. I think at home here for the Browns, though, this is a must-win scenario. Uh, you lose this game, I think your chances of making the playoffs are very slim. Maybe depends on, on the result of that Raiders-Chiefs game. If the Raiders win that game, they move to 7-6. and six. If the Browns lose this game, they go to 6-7. and seven. Uh, Raiders got the edge on them there. Every game counts from here on out. So I think the, the Browns are going to come to play here off the bye and get, get a win to keep their playoff hopes alive. Marlon Humphrey now out for the season. So that adds to the devastating injury list that the Ravens have had all year. Uh, and that's a huge hit to their defense, especially on the back end. After a hot start to the year, Lamar has cooled off and is turning it over a lot this season, 13 interceptions. So they have a very strong run defense, though, so it's going to be up to Baker to make some plays. Uh, I think that extra rest from this bye is going to help him out, and he's going to come out looking pretty sharp, better than he has in, in recent weeks just because of the injuries to that Ravens defense uh, and actually being able to rest that injured shoulder that he's had. So I just think the Browns come to play here knowing if they lose, their playoff chances are very slim. So give me them with the home win. Third game of the week, we go to Tampa Bay for the 7-5 and five Bills at the 9-3 and three Bucks. 425 kickoff on CBS. Bucks are a three-point favorite. I got the Bucks winning 34, Bills 27. The Bucks seem much more themselves since Gronk has returned, and really the emergence of Leonard Fournette has been big for them. Brady knows the Bills better than anyone, and I don't think he'll have any trouble with their defense at home in Tampa. The Bills are coming off a shorter week playing um, in that snow game on Monday, and I think the injury to Tredavious White uh, at corner is a big loss for them. The Bucks are averaging a league-high .563 points per play at home in Tampa, and I just don't think that the Bills have a very good running game and will be able to match it and play uh, as physical as the Bucks here, and the Bucks are just better. Yeah, going back to last season, that was my main thing about the Bills. Why I didn't think they could win the Super Bowl was that run game. And they failed to address it this offseason. I thought they were maybe going to take one of those first-round running backs this year. Um, but that's carried over into this year, and we saw it really hurt them in that game on Monday night. Um, so I'm going to go with the Bills continuing to disappoint, and the Bucks win in 31-24. But who would have thought the Bills would be 7-5 after 12 games? Even after that hot September that they had where they were rolling on all cylinders, uh, on offense at least, defense has been playing solid all year. Uh, but now they're struggling, and they lose this game. That pushed them down to 7-6. and six. So uh, huge game here on the road against Tom Brady after not being able to take advantage of that home game up in Buffalo last week against the Patriots. That's going to prove to be a devastating loss down the stretch, I think. Tom Brady, though, in the month of December, crazy stats, 67-16. and 16, and in his career against the Bills, he's 32-3. and three. So very large sample size here, a wider role with Tom Brady. Buffalo showed that if you're physical with them up front and you continue to commit to the run game, you can have success with them. Despite their run defense being pretty good all year, Patriots manhandled them up front last week. And the Bucs had two physical backs with Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones. So I expect them to, to run the ball a pretty good amount here. But I expect to, Tom Brady to sling the ball a little bit more than Mac Jones did last week. 
and the Bucks to win pretty comfortably in this one. I think the Bills are reeling, and we could see them on the outside looking in for the playoffs. So I'm going to go Bucks 31, Bills 24 in this game. Fourth game of the week, another big game for wild card implications. Uh, Bengals still have a chance at the division title too, but we got the four and, or the six and six 49ers at the seven and five Bengals. Four twenty five kickoff on CBS. Bengals come in as a one point favorite. I got the Bengals winning 34, 49ers 30. I think this game turns into a little bit of a shootout, and I trust Joe Burrow more than Jimmy G. The Bengals have been so volatile this year. Um, the Bengals do have a solid defense, and I think Jimmy G will try to make some throws that will make you scratch your head. And if Debo Samuel is not able to play or he is playing but a little more limited, I think that's a huge loss for the 49ers because so much of their offense runs through him, whether he's lining up in the backfield or jet sweeps or in the receiving game. The Bengals have a lot of weapons on offense, and they have a pretty solid defense, and I just think that they'll be able to make some big plays that the 49ers aren't. I like the Bengals in this one as well. A little bit lower scoring than you do. I got them 31-23 over the 49ers. Both these teams currently in the playoffs, but both are coming off losses. So big games for them as they hope to stay in the current playoff picture. Bengals continue to be one of the most mysterious teams in the NFL this year. And the 49ers had a tough divisional loss to the Seahawks, who have really owned their owned their number over the past few seasons. I think the key to this one, just like you said, Kevin, the health of Debo Samuel, that's something to watch. He has that groin injury, and we see time and time again when players try to rush back from those, they usually worsen the injury, and that'll keep them out for a longer period of time. I think the 49ers played safe in this one. They lose. They go to 6-7. and seven, They still have a chance uh, to go 10-7, and 9-8, and eight, and sneak in the playoffs. Um, but if, he, if Debo is out for an extended period of time, that's really going to hurt their chances. He does so much on offense, just like you said. So I'm going to roll with the Bengals in this one thinking that Debo Samuel is out of the game. And if he does play, not 100%. Don't think the Bengals will drop two in a row at home, especially with the division being right there for the taking as well. Um, if they beat the 49ers this week and the Browns beat the Ravens, I believe the Bengals go to first place in the AFC North. So they bring a strong run defense to the table, and I think they have the weapons on the outside to take advantage of a poor 49ers secondary, which leads to a W. In our last game of the week, a big-time NFC West showdown, Monday Night Football, back-to-back good games for Monday night. We got the Rams 8-4 playing at the Cardinals, who are 10-2. and 8-15 kickoff on ESPN, Monday Night Football. Cardinals are a three-point favorite at home here. I got the Cardinals winning 31, Rams 23. I thought the Rams were going to be amazing this year, and they've kind of let me down. Stafford's been banged up kind of all year. And I think the loss of Robert Woods was a bigger loss than people anticipated. And OBJ hasn't been able to completely fill his shoes yet, even though he's still getting adjusted to things out there. Kyler and the Cardinals offense is getting healthier, and I think they will be able to move the ball against the Rams defense that has struggled all year, even though they have a boatload of talent. The Cardinals have already beaten this Ram, the this Rams team this year, and I expect it to go to 2-0 and this year. I'm right there with you, Kevin. So the only game we disagree on this week is I have Browns beating the Ravens. You have Ravens beating the Browns. I'm rolling with the Cardinals 28-20. Very, very big game here, though. I think I saw the Cardinals actually just clinch a playoff spot if they just win. Um, But I think they pretty much clinched the AFC West with a win here. They would be up three games in the win column and have two wins over the Rams. So be virtually impossible for anyone else to be crown the NFC champion, NFC West champion, but the Arizona Cardinals. Surprised to see the Cardinals is only three-point favorite here, given how poorly the Rams have looked over the last month uh, with that one win just being over the, the lonely Jaguars. So 
Kyler Murray has struggled against the Rams in his career, only going one and four with that one win coming earlier this year. I think the biggest stat going into this game, though, is coming into the season. So they they're not including the stats from this year, but Matt Stafford is only eight and sixty-seven against teams that finished the year winning record. So this Cardinal team obviously going to finish with a winning record. Just such a large sample size of Matt Stafford not being able to win against good teams that I really feel like you can't feel comfortable picking him in a big game like this. So I think the Cardinals keep their great season rolling. Kyler, D-Hop back in the fold. Uh, and James Conner has been great all season for them. He has double-digit rushing touchdowns. Uh, I think it's just too much for the Rams, and, and I can't trust Matt Stafford in a big game like this. So I'm going to go Cardinals 28, Rams 20. And then we will now go to our props of the week for Thursday Night Football. First prop is Deontay Johnson over 80 receiving yards. Johnson has gone over this total in five out of his last six games since Juju left the lineup. With the one game being only a game not getting double-digit targets, he's the second. He's second in the league in targets per game behind Cooper Cup. The Vikings give up almost 280 passing yards a game uh, over the last four games. Next one is KJ Osborne over 38 and a half receiving yards. Osborne saw seven targets for 47 yards with Thielen sideline for most of the game last week. He has hit this receiving prop in every game he's seen more than six targets. Someone has to step up alongside Jefferson, and Osborne should be that guy. And last one, Najee Harris, anytime touchdown. Vikings ranked 29th in the league in opponent rushing yards per game. He's reached the end zone six times in the last nine games. I think he will at least get a red zone or goal line chance at getting in the end zone here. What are your thoughts on those picks, Kev? I really like the Deontay Johnson one over 80 receiving yards. He seems like he's Big Ben's favorite target now. He's gone over 80 in his last four games, and he's had at least seven receptions in both the in those four games. I'm not as high on the KJ Osborne one and the Najee Harris one I also like because he's capable of scoring, and I think he'll get the uh, bulk, bulk of the carries in the red zone. I'm going to disagree with the Deontay one. 80 and a half, uh, a pretty big number. Uh, Patrick Peterson does return to the lineup this week. It looks like for the Vikings after missing last week with COVID. So that'll be a, a tougher matchup than what he would have had without him. The Osborne one, I actually like with Thielen being out, just like uh, our props guy said, someone has to step up next to Justin Jefferson. Uh, so I think 38 and a half is a low, a little bit of a low number. Look for Osborne to get at least 40 to 45 yards, I would think. Uh, and then the Najee one, I do like. He's been really the guy that they've gone to every time that they've gotten down in the red zone. They they like to run the football with him. So he's also a receiving threat. So that also helps as well. And then our spread picks, we have we have Washington football team plus four. We had ours when we were talking about the game at three. Uh, oh no, excuse me. We do have it at four. So we. Our locks guy likes Washington football team plus four against Dallas. Uh, we touched on that game earlier. Uh, Bucks minus three against the Buck uh, against the Bills, and then plus three tomorrow on Thursday night football against the Vikings. What are your thoughts on those picks, Kevin? I like the football team against the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys end up winning, but I think it'll be a pretty close game. The Bucks minus three against the Bills. I like a lot. I'm surprised it's not even higher. I think the Bucks only minus three at home is too little. And the Steelers plus three against the Vikings. I'm not too high on. I think the Vikings will be able to cover that. Yeah, that that last game's a bit of a toss-up for me. Um, but the Steelers are, I think the Vikings' playoff chances are, are very, very slim right now. 
must-win game for them, though. Their back's against the wall, but Steelers must-win game as well. They're coming off that game against the Ravens. I think that's a confidence-boosting win. Uh, with Adam Thielen out, potentially Dalvin Cook, uh, left tackle Christian Darisol out as well. I think the Vikings got a lot of things going against them, and they're reeling right now. So I do like the Steelers there. I think they'll win tomorrow night's game. And then we also have football team plus four. I have Cowboys winning by seven, uh, so I don't like that pick. And then last pick, I have the Bucks uh, beating the Bills by seven. Like you said, I was surprised to see it only at three. A bit of a desperation game for the Bills there, so maybe they think they come to play. But I'm going to definitely take the Bucks minus three there. Uh, but that'll do it for NFL Big Five games of the week. Week 14, only four weeks left of the regular season. So uh, very, very sad that the regular season finishing up, but still a lot of good games to discuss going forward. But that'll do it for this week, and we'll talk next week. <laughs>